Isn't it called Midnight's? It's called Midnight's. It should have come out at midnight. <laughs> so it did on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. there you go. It you got to decide the, the time zone of what But then, <laughs> you know, chaotic Taylor Swift, she also released um, at Midnight Pacific, she released Midnight's the 3 a.m. version, which had seven additional songs. Um, wow. Yeah. And I did also listen to that because <laughs> uh, I was awake. Who goes to sleep these days? Not me. And not Taylor Swift. She's Definitely too busy writing her She's pop too- music. <laughs> Singing her songs. Singing her songs. Yeah. Uh, I used to relate to her a lot because she would date a lot of people and break up with them yeah hey wow kindred spirits you are i'm shelby i'm sam it's the rom complex one two one two three four are making up breaking up mm-hmm. moving on getting hip with the kids we're both um sexy babies I think. we're both <laughs> sexy babies actually I'm the monster on the hill so oh, okay. I don't know about you <laughs> um yeah as if Shelby as if. as if I was a sexy baby oh you sound like you're from Beverly Hills in 1995 do I <laughs> Possibly. Whatever. <laughs> From the movie Clueless, the <laughs> 1995 American coming-of-age teen comedy film written and directed by Amy Heckerling. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. That's so weird because that's uh, the movie that we're talking about this week, oh isn't it? Oh, my gosh. What how a, did what I a have coincidence. that right on the top of my head? That's wow. amazing. <laughs> wow. It's almost like we planned it. This movie is adorable. This movie is so cute. Why are they so cute? Alicia, Alicia Stil- Silverstone is so cute in this movie. Mm-hmm. I love her character. Mm-hmm. Um, Brittany, Dude, Brittany Murphy. Murphy. Uh, freaking adorable. And then she gets mean. And then she's and then, cute again. <laughs> even when she's mean, she's still so cute. Yeah. She has her little accent. Yeah. You know, she's she delivers one of the most iconic lines in cinema history. I um, hope not sporadically. <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable. She's so sweet. I do. I genuinely love this movie. And it's also funny because um, it's a loose adaptation on Jane Austen's Emma, which is my favorite Jane Austen. Oh. Yes. I've never read Emma. Mm. And I, I, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, I should read Emma. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't. Or just like watch a, a movie. I'm going to just yeah. watch a movie. You can watch the Gwyneth Paltrow one or the uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Joy. Taylor-Joy, yeah. yeah I the Anya Taylor-Joy one. one is actually really good. I just, the premise of it is very much in my wheelhouse. You know, a woman who is just so caught up in matchmaking and making, you know, making other people like elevate them to her level. 
of yeah. amazingness that she just completely forgets her own shit and then realizes kind of after oh, the fact <laughs> I'm in love with this man yeah my so, stepbrother every well, porn has started that way ex stepbrother <laughs> well <laughs> listen we'll get into it don't you worry we'll get into it so apparently this film was filmed over a 40 day schedule only 40 days wow to film the whole movie Nice. That's um, crazy. That's actually, I mean, that doesn't feel too long. I just found something out about the movie we're discussing next week, which I'm not going to spoil it yet, but that movie took nine, almost nine months to film. That makes sense to me. That's and so crazy. And we will crazy. get into it next That's next so week. crazy. Anyway, uh, back to Clueless. So we've got um, Cher. Yes. Main character. Yes. She's fashionable. She's popular. Mm-hmm. She is wealthy beyond wealthy. my, Oof. beyond anything I can think of. She literally in 1995 has technology that I don't even think we have yet no. she with can, the closet. She, she has all of her, her clothing articles uploaded into her computer and then it'll give her an outfit to wear. <laughs> oh, and tells her when things don't matter. Oh my yeah. gosh. Listen, if I could have that, I would be the best dressed girl in the world probably. Though these days, the Gen Z girls, those girlies love to wear a shirt and skirt that don't match. Well, know? yes, of course. I mean, in 1995, you had to match. But in 2022 right. times, it would be like, it would probably be the same screen. And then it would say matches too much would be the error. <laughs> there you go. And then you'd have to change it. So she is, she's beautiful, rich, like we were saying. She, um... Doesn't date high school boys. Ugh, God, why would she? Yeah. To, they're not mature. They're just not mature enough. No. Understandable. Um, and she's like 15 or 16, I think. Yeah. Is the... I think she's 16. Because <laughs> she has like her learner. She's supposed to be getting her license. Yeah. Even though she's <laughs> driving around town. Well, because she has her permit and she, right. she still drives. I wasn't allowed drives. to drive without people. You're like, not what? allowed to. She's doing it illegally. <laughs> I know, but still. Um. And she's running into a lot of stuff. Girl's getting in trouble. She's failing Girl. some classes. Oh, she, yeah. she ends up getting, um, she's like failing debate or she's she has like a D or a C or whatever in debate. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. Or a C minus. She's like, I can't do this. Right. Um, her dad's a litigator and she's like, I'm going to learn from my dad. Yes. Tries to argue her way into a better grade. It is simply not working. Mm-hmm. So she figures out, okay, what if me and my best friend Dion play yes. matchmaker and mm. make this teacher happy by hooking him up with another one of the teachers. Yes. And so they kind of go into they're like maybe we could give her a makeover and then like get them it dude, they trap them so well and all yeah. it is is just like a simple all you have to do is tell someone that someone else was thinking about them and they're mm-hmm. like that person was thinking about me. Yep. They've literally never had a second thought about this no. person in their life. Not at all. I think what's so funny about this is like they established pretty early on that Cher is in a not negative way. I don't take this as negative, but she's a master manipulator. Yeah. She because even before um, her matchmaking scheme, she talks about how she's been able to change all of her grades after the fact by mm-hmm. just going to the teacher 
with something and she knows exactly what to tell that teacher to get them on her side right she says oh a boy dumped me and I couldn't think and blah 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 and the teacher's like okay yeah here's a b fine you know whatever so we've already established that she knows she knows how to see people's wants and desires and Mm. use them to her advantage can't can't fault her for that she does have blind spots. <laughs> well, yes, of course. Um, I mean, she's not, she's not, you know, God. Right. She has flaws. So in the meantime, she's also, while she's doing all this matchmaking for her parents, her parents, her teachers, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's also hanging out with her ex-stepbrother. So like five years ago, her dad was married to um, this guy. The, yeah, to this guy's mom, mm-hmm. um, Paul Rudd. So he's like just starting college. I think he's supposed to be like 18, right? Yeah. So it's not that weird. <laughs> it's not that weird, but it's still it's pretty still, weird. It's, it's not still that weird. weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. And also Paul Rudd in real life was like seven years older than Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. So you yeah. can tell there is an age difference. However, Paul Rudd, freaking adorable. Oh, and he yeah. still looks exactly the same. Yes, Correct. He's a witch. We've, he's a witch. I, I think we've talked about this already. If we haven't, he's a witch. <laughs> he's a witch. Um, uh, well, or he, or he sold what? his soul to somebody to keep that skin because he looks... 2022 Paul Rudd looks the exact same as 1995 Paul Rudd. And he looks good. He's um, so hot. <laughs> Listen, I texted you this and I'm, I'll am i say it probably eight more times this episode, but the chemistry between these two is the reason that this subgenre of porn exists because <laughs> holy shit, it's electric. It's But it's, at the beginning at least, they don't really play it sexual right like it 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 very much is she is annoyed by josh's presence you know he does things that a brother would do right he like pokes at her and like says all like things to kind of get under her skin or just start a little fight with her so it very much is a sibling-esque relationship they have banter they have banter but there's just this like crackling of chemistry underneath between these two i'm like damn that's hot <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, I, it's weird. Like, I don't see them as like when you think about it, they didn't like grow up together. No, they briefly were step siblings five right. years ago when they were both children. So five years ago. Right. She would have been like 11. He would have yeah, been like 13. Yeah. And he would have been yeah like 13. So it's like they were kids. Five years have passed and now mm-hmm. they're, you know, teens. Um. He is kind of like a, uh, why do I want to say social justice warrior? That's not what he is. I mean, I mean of, you're not like wrong. He's like socially conscious. Yeah, conscious. sure. And she not, like when um, she put gets, she does her little matchmaking thing, right? And she's mm-hmm. like, it feels so good to help people. And he's like, Josh is, is, gets under her skin, right? Because he's like, you only help them to serve yourself. I've never yeah. seen you do anything that wasn't motivated by <sighs> selfishness. See, that's and- why he's a an SJW because <laughs> instead of just being like, hey, yeah, you got, you know, love is also a valiant effort, okay? Right. <laughs> and it's not like she put two people that hate each other together. They clearly were already predisposed to liking each other. She just gave them a nudge. Listen, don't, don't, 
tell her that that's not enough. You're making her, you're giving her a complex, Josh. Right. But it's like, she start. she, it really gets under her skin. And she's like, I'm going to show him. And it's like, why do you feel the need to prove yourself to him? Share mm. what could be going on under there? Mm. Could it perhaps be a little crush on your ex-stepbrother? Maybe. <laughs> uh, she wants to impress him. She wants his respect. And even at that point, I don't think she knows that that's like a romantic thing. I think she right. just wants... Josh. Josh is a person who's in her life and she wants him to respect her. She also just doesn't have a lot of people who are like um, contradictory to anything that she says. Like even right. in her, which I fucking love, her debate speech about the Hadians. Um, yeah, yes. uh, she's just like, apparently I read in the IMDb that Alicia Silverstone actually didn't know that it was pronounced Haitians. And so she was saying Hadians and the director was like, no, no, no let her do it. Yeah. <laughs> let her keep going. Nice. Um, it's perfect. It's perfect for, for Cher. Absolutely. Um, but even then, you know, she gives us just like bonkers bananas reason, uh, in this debate about Haiti and everyone's like, yes, clapping, cheering her on, saying that was fantastic, Cher. So she doesn't have a lot of people that are like, mm, no, that wasn't really all that great. You're yeah. just thinking about yourself. So I think having that opposition as well is is her key motivator in the beginning as to why she wants to impress Josh so much. That's why we're talking about it in October. <laughs> That's what... Uh, <laughs> October. This October. is the last film of October. So get ready when we announce next month. <laughs> it just keeps getting it's, dumber. We love it. You um, love it. Everybody I loves know, it. Everyone loves it. So she decides like, okay, I'm going to show him. I'm going to do, I'm going to keep doing these good Samaritan projects, mm-hmm. right? So at school, a new student shows up. Mm-hmm. This girl Ty, who's kind of grungy, like like she's wearing flannel, like literal, like the grunge style, yeah. you know. She's, she's so trying cute. to. She's adorable. She's trying to find weed, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we can give her a makeover. We can show her the ropes. We can mm-hmm. let her know, you know, the people she should talk to, shouldn't talk to, in order to have a successful high school experience." Right. Of course, all of this is. Cher's idea of what a successful high school experience is. Correct. Which at the beginning of the movie of the movie is fairly limited by her yes. her background. Um, but Ty is into it. Ty, sweet baby Ty. She's she is such a baby. Learning, you know, they're doing little workouts, which like, girl, you don't need to do anything to your body. Like, come on. Buns of steel. I fucking love it though. It's so good. Why would I want my buns to be steel? I mean, Ty's question. if anyone decides to punch it, you'll be happy that it's steel. Someone going to punch my buns? I don't know. Do we have Listen, volunteers for the button punching? In this climate, you never know. <laughs> Subscribe um, to our Patreon at a high enough tier. <laughs> you can become the bun you puncher. Can, you can punch Shelby's buns. That's not a promise. I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> um, I also do love that Brittany Murphy, I believe, was the youngest of the cast. I think she was actually a teenager. Oh, nice. Alicia um, Stillerstone was like 19. Yeah. And um, uh, Dion, what Stacey is her name? Dash. Stacey Dash was the oldest. She was 29. She was older than Paul Rudd. What? Dude. She. Isn't that wild? D- her skin flawless. Yeah. No, she looks like a teenager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was the the eldest of the cast members for this movie. Incredible. Aside from like the dad, obviously, who 
we're we got to talk about because he's my favorite character in this. The whole dad movie. is great. The dad is great. He's fantastic. So, uh, Cher starts trying to help Ty, and she's like, "You know what is next?" Because Ty starts flirting with one of the, the stoner skateboard guy. Yes. Um, and Cher's like, "No, no, 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 no. that's not the right guy." It's not, not gonna, no that's time. not gonna help your status. Mm-hmm. How about this guy Elton? This guy Elton, who's clearly just wants to be with Cher. Yeah, everyone else Cher. can see this. Yes, um, correct. Everyone else can see that he's only going along and helping out Ty and hanging out with Ty and like having Ty thrust upon him because Cher's the one doing it. He's yes. actually paying attention to Cher and wanting to go along with what she's doing. Correct. And this all comes to a head at a party. Um, in the valley. In the valley. They go up to the valley. Which is just so funny. Like being someone who watched this movie many moons ago before mm-hmm. I'd ever even visited L.A. And then now living here, living in the valley, if you will. Um, it's wild. It's just it's so funny. I looked up um that clown liquor store the other day it still exists we should go out there and take a picture <laughs> we should did they take down the clown for no it's still I there they heard they... oh nice oh unless it happened super recently but on I've... google on the google um like street view it was still there i sorry i just had a moment and was like did we already do clueless at some point <laughs> i had to go check our list Oh no, we didn't. Right? We didn't. No, because okay. no, it's not in the, our list of episodes. But <laughs> I was like, "Why do I remember talking about this?" I'm pretty sure I, I talked about it in my other podcast. contest of content. Yeah. Um. That's anyway, so <laughs> sorry about the detour. Um. Yes, we should go to clown liquor. Clown. Yeah, let's go circus, take a picture. Circus liquor. I call it clown liquor. It's a clown. It's, it's a, a clown. clown. We'll go take um, a picture. We'll go take a picture like um, face down on, you know, we'll ruin our dress. We'll be going. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you made me ruin my dress. So um, at this party, there's they're leaving and then there's this whole big hubbub about who's going to drive who home. Mm-hmm. Cher's trying to get Ty to go with um, Elton with Elton. And she's going to go with someone else. But it, they switch around. Elton really kind of, you know, steamrolls her. Yeah. Ends up taking Cher. So Elton, uh, Cher's in the car with Elton. Cher keeps saying, like, what do you think of Ty? Isn't she so great? I love her curly hair, blah, blah, blah. Just being a great friend, you know? Yeah. Dude, seriously, like, in that moment, you are Cher. That is a you. That's a Shelby thing. You would yeah. be like... Oh my God! Isn't Sam like the prettiest girl you've ever seen in your whole life? And she's smart and and he'd be like, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> I'd be like, she's so great. And though. he'd be like, Why don't you want to talk about her? I want to talk about her all the time. What are you talking yes, about? That is yeah. what I would do. <laughs> yeah. So um, Elton kind of he parks, he pulls over into circus liquor, right, and is like, he misunderstands what she's saying and thinks. I mean, he purposely misunderstands yeah. what she's saying because she's like, oh, I'm glad you're single now, basically. And, um, you know, and he's like, yeah, I knew it. I knew you were into me and starts trying to kiss her. And she's like, whoa, no. Yeah. And instead of ending it there, mm-hmm. Elton, <laughs> instead of Elton, Elton being like, oh, sorry, I misunderstood. Uh, let's, you know, that's awkward. Let's, you know, do something else. He's mm-hmm. like, he just doesn't believe her 
or just like keeps trying and he's like mm, I'm horny you know like trying to yeah. so she gets out of the car because why would you stay and then he was like oh come on and she's like no and so he leaves after like two seconds mind he you sucks. like he doesn't try yeah. to get her. he doesn't ac- actually try to get her in the car he's like no. hey get in the car and she's like no and he's like fine fuck this and then leaves yeah awful awful human yeah he doesn't even wait to like make sure she gets another ride safely. Nope. Uh, and they're yeah. a part of the same friend group too, which is yeah. extra icky because, you know, you always hear the statistics about like, oh, the person who's most likely to rape you is someone that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so hard, especially when you're in a mutual friend group because you do, you know, I had in, in my high school, the fr- the people I was friends with was a mix. Like my core group was a mix of guys and girls. And yeah. to think that like I wouldn't be able to trust any of my guy friends to actually take me home. Right. That would wreck me if I didn't feel safe enough that they would, even if some, even if there was a miscommunication or whatever, that they wouldn't stop, take me home, say, sorry, let's not ever talk about this again. Goodbye. And then move on. Yeah. I, I think that (laughs) that kind of quality in a guy, (laughs) that trustworthiness is like, that's what's going to, get him into the friend group for me like otherwise like I don't have any close guy friends who I feel would would behave the way that Elton did in this yeah like that's not a friend no not and she is being such a good friend to him too Mm -hmm. and it sucks so much because she just like she's like I want the you know what's best for you you're a friend and blah blah blah. and then and then he misunderstands it it is like and then he's horrible to her. And it's, yeah. it makes me so mad. Sam. It does. And then he's also like, not even, not just horrible to share, which he obviously is. He's also horrible to Ty in the process yeah. because he's like, why would you think I would want Ty? You know who my family is. Why? Like, yeah, that I could ever date someone like Ty. You're insane. Right. And why she's would I like, do that? what do you mean by that? Because yeah. she's friends with Ty. Mm-hmm. She's like, she doesn't see that as a problem, you right. know? Um, anyway, she's at this the parking lot of this circus liquor, and mm-hmm. someone comes and holds, holds her up with a gun, takes her phone, takes her purse, mm-hmm. makes her lie down on the ground in her, her designer dress. <laughs> yes. And she's very upset about it, um, as we all would be. Mm-hmm. And, and then, who does she call? Who well, does she the, call, Shelby? The only person she can call. Mm. Because you only have so many phone numbers memorized, right? That's true. Well, in 1999, I think you had more. True. I think our brains expanded more <laughs> in 1999. She, she couldn't call her dad because her no. dad would flip. Right. Um, she didn't have friends she could call because they, they were all at the party or whatever. Right. So... She calls Josh to come pick her up. Ugh. And he does. He leaves trying to make out with his girlfriend, brings the girlfriend with him. Yeah. Uh, or the girl he was trying to hook up with. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he, she was his girlfriend. But and yes, just correct. Picks, picks up Cher. Knight in shining armor. <laughs> mm. it's, it's really cute because the girl is like talking about the the college girl is going on about something or other and then she mm-hmm. says you know it's like hamlet said to thine own self be true and Cher is like actually no actually hamlet actually, didn't say that 
because actually I've Ellen, seen that movie. Actually, you're wrong, Ellen. <laughs> Ellen, that's not true. Actually, uh, that's not true, Ellen. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that moment. One because it's such a like. <laughs> see, I'm not stupid, but two, the look that Josh gets on his little baby face. Adorable. He's so like. And I love breaking this down because I think it's important because people quote parts of Hamlet all the time as if they're good advice, not remembering that the person in Hamlet who gave that advice was Polonius, an idiot, a bumbling fool. This man is stupid. No one likes him and he's not good at anything. (laughs) Well, he's good at phrases that people will take out of context uh, hundreds and hundreds of years from now. So. That's true. That's true. So Cher is like, well, I remember the Mel Gibson movie and that Polonius guy said that, not him. Yeah. Um, it also <laughs> is, it is quite funny too that that girl, I don't remember what her name was, but the college girl, because what she was talking about was like art and like learning art versus just doing art. And she was like, well, I don't understand why we have to have these instructors. Like art is just natural. And, um, you know, briefly, Josh is kind of like, well, I mean, you know, to learn the style and the form and stuff. And she just keeps going on and on and on. And then she uses that quote yeah. as like, this is the this is the final point as to why I'm right. And then she's like, mm excuse me (laughs) hi hello you're wrong (laughs) and (laughs) now yeah it's very cute yes um and I just love how Cher will she speaks up you know Mm -hmm. she's she's got a good head on her shoulder dude even when she's wrong I just love the the confidence on Cher who's just like I'm not gonna apologize for being who I am and if I'm wrong I'm wrong but I'll argue with you until you tell me I'm right. So, yeah. <laughs> so she they they get home and then she's kind of feeling weird because that was a night for her. I mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> yeah, you get sexually assaulted, you get mugged, yeah, yeah. and then you have to watch your ex stepbrother kiss a girl. <laughs> Ew. <Gross>. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. From there, a new guy shows up at school. Oh, yeah. Christian. Who, as soon as he walks in the room, as a viewer of the movie, you're like, oh, this character is a gay man. This is a gay teen. Yeah. He's not interested in women. He doesn't like women. Um, I mean, he probably likes women. He just doesn't like them sexually. Right. So he... Uh, and Cher start hanging out because Cher's like, oh my god, he's so cute. He's fashionable. He just yeah. knows just what to say. He's a gentleman, mm-hmm. and he doesn't realize. <laughs> he doesn't really realize, you know. So they're out. I think they go he to this- does realize, but well, he's at- just like playing ignorant. I think until a certain point. So yeah. He's going out. They're dancing. He's like, wow, you're so you're so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. And he's the whole time, of course, going and like flirting with different guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cher's like, oh, my God, he's so great. Um, like how he doesn't even look at the other girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's a party that um, that Josh. Uh, Josh's friends were throwing. So mm-hmm. so they're there. And Ty is there. And when Josh hears that or Josh sees her go out, sees Cher go out in like a little slinky white dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I'm going to go keep an eye on her. That's when we first, those are, that's like the first moment where we get this 
do they like each other yeah. kind of or like does he like her kind of moment because before then like you said it's a very they, I don't even think they really realize it right just then but yeah exactly. I do love that scene and also I wanted to talk about this because I don't think I ever noticed it until this watch when Josh is like I'm gonna go to the party uh the dad's like yeah okay yeah go ahead and then Josh leaves and then the dad gets this kind of like look on his face like that son of a bitch knows oh <laughs> did you He's not notice that idea. I was I like know. I was like does 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 he know like does he know that his ex-stepson has a thing for his daughter that's weird it's that's weird, weird if he knows it if he knows it I'm uncomfortable because he I looked he looked it looked like he knew and was like approving and I he was like, yeah, go get her, Josh, you know? Yeah, maybe he was just approving of, like, someone's going to keep, someone I trust is going to go keep an eye on, on her. That was not the look. <laughs> that was, listen, I can I can read faces better than you I can faces. feel emotions. Uh, and I'm, I'll tell you, that's what that was. Well, I trust you. Um, <laughs> so, yes, they're at the party. Um, Josh ends up dancing with Ty because she's kind of like left out. She doesn't really know what to do. She doesn't know anybody. And mm-hmm. so Josh, you know, they, they're dancing. They're having a good time. And Cher's like, oh, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the next time Cher wants to hang out with Christian, he's like, oh, I'll bring over some videos, some VHSs. Because <laughs> oh, it was 95. Some tapes. Some videotapes. Um, and we'll watch them. And Cher's like just so obliviously. She's like, she, he really has a thing for Tony Curtis. So we watched all these movies. Um, and she's like obviously looking at him and trying to flirt and trying to get things sexual. And at that right. point is when Christian is like, oh, yeah. Uh, and then he's like, I should go. I got to go. <laughs> um, and, and so Cher at first is really hurt. She's like, I don't understand why. And then she's talking to Dion and mm-hmm. her boyfriend, Murray, uh, Turk from Scrubs. Yes. And- <laughs> Which I, their relationship is absolutely awful and we'll get into it. But I, oh, hate, yeah. them. I hate them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and he's like, oh, oh, that guy's gay. That's a, yeah. that's a gay man. <laughs> yeah. He's a friend of Dorothy. Yeah. It's one of the and phrases like, he uses. Yeah. Not that anything's wrong with it. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's why he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And I mean, we all knew. <laughs> right. And then it, it's so nice because then he and Cher become really good friends. <laughs> yeah. They like go shopping and, you know. Yeah. I love she's that for easy, them. It's so easy for her to like flip and be like, oh, we're yeah. friends. We're good friends. Um, yeah. I have this new good friend. Um. And he's still like a. I think Christian is a good friend as well because then you have that moment where um, Ty is talking to those two random guys at the mall. Yeah, and, this is horrifying. And they try to push her off the ledge. It's and very. Like a, ah, ha, 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 it's funny, dude. It's not funny. It's very realistic because mm-hmm. you can. They're totally teen boys will totally flip from just this innocent fun to suddenly they're holding someone over a ledge and it's yeah. like. And, the, and it's like they think this is funny and it's not and I don't just mean right. teen boys I mean like I've met men who will do this and yes. it's like oh you're scary uh thought yeah you were I approached this situation thinking you were a regular person and it turns mm-hmm. out you are scary you're a scary man correct um because Ty's just kind of like flirting with some guys she met She's at like, the mall <laughs> well first and of all she, she and I'm not this is not victim blaming but why was she sitting on the ledge is my first question like girl that yeah I'm terrified of heights so there is no thought in my brain that would have been like oh while I'm flirting let me perch on this ledge <laughs> that's like 
way higher than me. She's a short girl. Yeah. So I'm like, you have to like, get up on that ledge. Absolutely not. No. They shouldn't have tried to play their little joke on you. But I was just like, stay away from ledges. Everybody, this is my warning to teen girls of the future. Stay away from ledges. Uh, yes. <laughs> no ledges. No ledges ever. Never I, a ledge. The, I play a lot of Fall Guys, so I'm always thinking I got to stay away from ledges. And that's yeah. for the gamers and the audience. Um, so anyway, yeah, she's just joking with them. She's flirting with them like, oh, if I fell off this ledge, would you guys catch me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're holding her over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like screaming like, oh, my God, let me down. And yeah. they're just like, ha, 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 yes. These freaking sociopaths. Yeah, and then Christian, because he is a good, decent guy, mm. him and, and Cher are, like, shopping, and they see this happen. He runs over and, like, grabs Ty first and then, like, gets into a fight. An altercation, we'll say. They don't actually fight. An altercation yeah. with these two idiot boys. And I'm like, see, that's a good... He's a good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. Mm-hmm. Then, back at school, suddenly Ty is the most popular person because they're like... <gasps> She had a near-death experience. It was so, like, oh, my gosh, we got to know everything. And meanwhile, Cher, it feels she's being pushed out. She's like, I created this this thing and that has now pre- replaced me yeah. <laughs> in Ty. She's like, Ty is popular and now she's so popular that I'm not necessary anymore. Mm-hmm. And she, you can tell she feels a little bad about it and a little weird about it. Yeah. At the same time, she's figuring out that she has feelings for Josh. Yes. Ugh. Poor Cher. She's going through a lot. She's going through a lot. Then Ty mm-hmm. really turns Oh, yeah. The the Evil popularity time. goes to her head. Mm-hmm. And she comes over and she's like, I'm going to burn all this stuff that I that reminds me of Elton because mm-hmm. she's still hung up on it. And she's like, I know just the way to get over him. I am interested in Josh. I like Josh a lot. And that's the point where Cher's like, no, I don't see it. You guys yeah. know. Because Cher has feelings for him. Right. And then when she's not immediately super supportive, Ty is like, you know what? You're stupid and I hate you. I don't remember what she says, but she's, she's really like, mean. you're <laughs> very jealous of me. And she's like, what? So you don't think I'm smart enough for him? You don't think I'm cool? Like she takes it mm-hmm. personally, which yeah. like that is very understandable. If you if someone who has generally gen, yes, generally been very supportive of like your who you're liking and all this stuff and you go, oh, my God. I have a new crush and I'm over this dickhead that that tried to assault you uh, finally. And (laughs) um, I'm into your stepbrother. And so, you know, she was expecting Cher to be like, oh, my God, that's so great. You're over him and that's great. And Josh is a good guy and blah, blah, blah. But because Cher is kind of dealing with her own shit and, and her own feelings for Josh, she isn't immediately like, yes, that's great. So Ty gets defensive which is so understandable and she's like what you don't think I'm cool enough I'm not pretty enough I'm not smart enough oh you think because he's in college that I can't understand him and so she instead of being like what's going on she -hmm. does the very teen thing where she gets mean and she says well whatever Cher you're just a virgin who can't drive ah iconic iconic which at the time, Brittany Murphy was also a virgin who couldn't drive. So she felt very um, called out by that line. That's so cute. Yeah. Listen, nothing wrong with being a virgin who can't drive. 
you know what? <laughs> we all have our thing, right? Make yeah. it your personality. Yeah, my personality, virgin who can't drive. There it is. Can I make that my personality even though I'm not a virgin and I can drive? Sure, you can still do it. Yeah. I mean, you can do whatever you want. appropriation? <laughs> Virginity appropriation. <laughs> I'm appropriating virgin culture. <laughs> uh, no, so you can only do that if you're wearing a purity ring. Anyway, oh. um, so, now, uh, so they're Cher's fighting. Ki- yeah, they're fighting. Cher's kind of hitting a low. Um, she talks to her dad and her dad's really great. I love her dad. Love her dad. I'm obsessed. Um, Um, and she basically says there's a guy cause she, oh, because so she does a lot of moping and there's a lot of voiceover, um, in this montage of her walking around and then shopping. Yeah. Um, where she then realizes she has feelings for Josh um in voiceover and so then when she goes home later she goes to her dad in his study he's like also during this whole time he's been like prepping for this giant case um that's basically like taken over their home in the living room and everything or in the dining room and everything and she goes to him and she's just like dad I like this guy but I don't think he sees me that way and I just don't think he thinks I'm smart or funny or any of these things and her dad's like well if he doesn't see that then he's stupid. And you know what? I don't want my daughter dating a stupid boy. (laughs) So cute. I love love it. it. (laughs) Yeah. And so he has her help um, a little bit by like highlighting things and the just kind of normal, like, you know, little things that she can do to help with Mm -hmm. this case. And she ends up, you know, Josh is helping with the case too, because he's going into law. Um, And, they end up, you know, <clears throat> what happened? What is the they, order that this happens in? Um. Well, so she's helping with the case a little bit. And yeah. then she decides to volunteer for a drive right. uh, for families. It was like the Pismo some, Beach, Beach Pismo, disaster. The Pismo Beach disaster relief. <laughs> um, so she's helping with that and uh, helping with the the lawyer stuff. And then one day, one of the other lawyers on the case, they're all like sitting there. She's like, she's flirting with Josh, always. Um, but they're like both working and they're mm-hmm. like nudging each other in like a very playful way, and um. They real the the other lawyer guy realizes that she she like grabbed a stack that she shouldn't have. He had already moved. sorted through. Yeah, something it was like a whole and- thing, and he got mad at her and yelled at her. And Josh, what a lovely boy, defends her honor as he should, because this grown ass man is, is yelling, yelling at, at a teen girl. girl who didn't do anything on purpose, and yeah. like. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, yeah. I know you have a stressful job, but get get your head together. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, he calls her an idiot, which mm-hmm. does not sit right with Josh. He yells at him. The guy leaves. Um, and then, you know, in the process of, like, him and Josh yelling at each other, he's like, oh, I don't want to have to do double the work because you're too busy playing footsie with, you know, this girl. Uh because you love her or something or like it's a crush or something. I don't know. He says some kind of verbiage that has to do. Yeah. Puppy love. Um, and so then when he leaves, uh, Cher is still on the, like the stairs in her Beverly Hills mansion. (gasps) And Josh is like, don't worry about it. Don't listen to that guy. 
He's he's just a dumb, dumb lawyer dude. Yeah. And they and sit next to each other on the stairs and they have a little conversation. Yeah. She's like, he like makes sure he, you know, he tells, he's like, you're beautiful and smart and good and stuff. And she's like, you think I'm beautiful? You think I'm beautiful? <laughs> Obviously. And then they're so cute and they kiss. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're in love in love and somehow they made like i don't know somehow they made us root for these step siblings listen siblings <laughs> this is what i'm saying you know um it's it's a weird so okay this is how i feel they didn't have to make josh the step the stepbrother yeah he they just simply been didn't some helper he could have just been someone who works at the dad's law office still in like a fatherly capacity because that's what um, I think it's Knightley in, in the Emma book. Mr. Knightley is just like a friend of the family okay. who is just always around. And they do at the very beginning, Emma and uh, Mr. Knightley have a very like sibling relationship in the sense that they're always like um, taking jabs at each other and like saying things or doing things to like get under each other's skin and just like, you know, yeah. get a little back and forth going. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like he could have just been someone who worked at the law firm. He could have just been, you know, his best friend's son who's always over. You know, it could have been so many other things that you just had to make him an (laughs) ex-step-sibling. It's just weird. Yeah, but then again, like, I remember going to school with people who were like ex-step-siblings. And they might as well not have, they barely knew each other. You know, it's like... They didn't ever, They if they lived together, it was really briefly or the, maybe they never really lived together because they were with other parents. And it was just like, I don't know. To me, they're not siblings the same way they're like, not in that siblings. situation because it's like these things ended, you know, it was just like he was, they were only married briefly. They're not siblings, but my counter argument <laughs> My contract. Listen, I love this movie and I love the romance. Like Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone, like they do have you rooting for them. I'm just trying to get you to fall in love with a step sibling. No, I don't want to. Why not? It's weird because here's the thing they met when she was in what? Middle school? Not even middle school. So was he. He was in middle school. He was in middle school. She was in elementary school. So. While they are not technically related, right, they still know each other very well. You can tell throughout all the different conversations that they have in the movie and how comfortable they are with each other. You know, you have those scenes where they're like watching movies together and just like hanging out and being comfortable that these are not strangers, no, but also when they when he first shows back up, she's mm-hmm. like, "Ugh, why do I have to have why do we have to have dinner with my ex stepbrother?" And the dad's like, "You divorce wives, not children," which is such a nice thing. Um, I mean, the it dad seems a like, plus. It seems like they haven't seen each other in a while because Paul Rudd comes in and he's like, "Wow, you look you look different." Like you you know he he mentions that she like filled out or whatever. So it it's, seems like they haven't kept up a close relationship all of these years I think this is like a newer thing but I think you can still argue that they at one point had a closer relationship yeah but that's the same thing as like weird the boy next door who you grew up with it's just like it it is the same no they lived in the same house at one point no (laughs) 
<laughs> no. It's they a, lived it's under the same en- roof. Sam, it's weird. Sam, it's a big enough house that them living in the same house <laughs> is less intimate than living next door to someone in a smaller house. <laughs> I don't Lawyer. think you're, gonna, you're not gonna you're not gonna get me on your page. All I, right, I all right. Agree to disagree. I agree object. to disagree. I'm banging the gavel. No, so, I just it's too weird. It's too weird. I can't I can't get behind it. Um, unless I don't think about it. Like I have to not actively yeah. not think about the fact that there are steps. I think in place. not thinking about it is a good call. Yeah. Um, share. Yeah, share and Josh are together mm-hmm. um at this like skateboarding thing um ty gets oh with yeah her skateboard stoner boy who's not a stoner anymore he quit he's he quit on the, the 12 step herb. he's on <laughs> he's, a 12 step program you he's know? taking those steps um he's going to class you know yes. he's yes he's, he's, he's not a really, burnout anymore right right he's self-motivated he's mm-hmm. you know um, gotta love it. You gotta love his potential. You gotta love it. You know, <laughs> you do. And then, uh, yeah. And then, Mr. Hall and Miss Geist, the the teachers that she match made, they got married, and she's yes. a bridesmaid. So yes, everything's happy. She and she a fights to the death for the bouquet. She does, and she, she wins does. it. Of course, she does. Which means she'll marry her stepbrother. Um, <laughs> that's just how that goes. Yeah. I mean, overall. I do very much identify with Cher. Yeah. Simply because I identify with Emma. Uh, and I'm I'm the girl that just wants everyone to be happy. And I will ignore my own happiness to, you know, the extreme. You know. What if the thing that's going to make everyone happy is you being happy? Nope. That's not how it works. <laughs> um, so nobody cares about my happiness. It's fine. One of the funny things in this movie is this recurring thing about... Um, Murray and Dion's relationship where they are purposely over the top dramatic. They're constantly fighting because they love it. They love fighting. Oh, they love the drama. But when no one's watching, they're actually very sweet to each Mm -hmm. other and considerate. And it's like, I would not be able to stand. No, not at all. (laughs) Not even a little bit. I think that relationship is so fucking toxic, but it's like toxic in this, in the most high school way possible. Yeah. Um, And the one thing that I really hated that I just don't think, I think it's just a bad joke is that like the very beginning when they're introducing, um, Dion and, and Murray, uh, in, in VO, uh, Lisa or Cher says something about like, oh, they, they watched like the Ike and Tina Turner movie too many or something about watching Ike and Tina too many times. And I was like, yeah no, no it's not no 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 I would say it's not politically correct no however also no that was actual domestic violence they just yes. like fight yes. in public and then make up later <laughs> they yes. don't like hurt each other or right anything. right <laughs> so yeah the 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 way that they fight and stuff I do know I know people who it took them until their 20s or mm-hmm. later to realize that that kind of drama is not, it doesn't mean you love each other. Right. Like some people equate that type of drama, the constant fighting and the ups and downs Mm -hmm. as they mistake it for passion. Right. Like, oh, this means we're passionate for each other and that's why we're fighting all the time. Right. That's not, that's not what that is. No. You can be passionate about someone and not fight about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
not the only way to show passion. (laughs) You're correct. I 100% agree with you. I do love getting in meaningless fights, though. Like, oh yeah, not ending with stakes, but still getting just as passionate. You know what I mean? Like, still getting that that like, but but why would you think that the the toilet paper should be on the bottom when it should be on the top? You know, like just very trivial shit, just to like get some drama in there just a little I am a drama queen after all so but I don't want to actually have like I god I would disintegrate if I was in a relationship like that no yeah because it's hard to tell I mean for me it would be hard to tell okay what's what's real (laughs) because of my past and trauma it'd just be difficult to draw that I would need to be clear but I am you know the person I'm dating now we do like to play fight like that but it's not when people are watching it's just like oh my god you know it's so awkward when people fight yeah couples fight and I don't know what to do I like freeze I'm like right because we joking we don't know right right we don't know if they're joking we don't know if they're not making it clear like we don't really know what's going on even if they have their own like understanding right like with me and this guy he was teasing me for not wanting cold ketchup like I was complaining about ketchup being cold when you get it out of the refrigerator right and he was like teasing me about it clearly neither of us really care about the temperature of ketchup like it's just such a stupid thing but it was fun to argue about it and I knew I felt because I felt safe and secure you know in the interaction I wasn't worried that he was actually like looking down on me right. for not wanting cold ketchup. Right. So what what kind of person doesn't want cold right. ketchup? <laughs> exactly. So it's like if you're in a safe relationship you can play like that. Right. Um but if you're not if you don't feel safe, that kind of playing doesn't feel good. No. But they're also like the fights that they were having were not trivial. They were no. like accusing each other of cheating. Cheating. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> Why? It was all for the drama, all for the attention, all for Why? the drama. I don't know. Don't do I couldn't it. say. I don't like anyone to know my business. No, well, I mean, not at I all. mean, if I'm fighting with someone, I don't want everyone to right, to hear it, to witness it. Obviously, I tell people my business all the time. I have a podcast where it's all I do. But <laughs> of course, obviously. But I don't like to have serious discussions in public. I think that's yeah. a private matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's not a good it's not a good look for those two. I hope they broke up, um, and I hope they're living their lives. I do know that this movie was there was a TV show based on Clueless that mm-hmm. actually had a lot of the same people. Like Stacey Dash went over to it. It wasn't Alicia Silverstone, but the woman that they got looks exactly like Alicia Silverstone. That's like, wild. To the point where I was so confused because that actress is actually on the new Amazon show, The Summer I Turned Pretty. She plays one of the moms. And I was looking at her and I was like, why do I think that that's Alicia Silverstone? It's not. But why does, like, my brain just couldn't do it. So when I looked up her IMDb, I saw that she played Cher in the Clueless television show. And I was like, that's why. That's what my brain is doing to me right now, which is just wild. Um, But yeah, these are just very, like, lovable, fun characters. And everybody gets a happy ending. And it's great. You'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? <sighs> no. I was probably I was pretty young, I think. Um maybe a teen. Okay, yeah. I think I probably was too. I don't I know I didn't see it like when it came out. When it came out. No, not kid. at all. 
a four-year-old at a movie theater? Absolutely not. <laughs> it would have been a nightmare for my mom. Um, but but yeah, I do really like it. It does it does lean lean very very heavily into stereotypes, which mm-hmm. isn't a great look for some of the stereotypes like the no. attempt like the tardiness record and it was like the one asian student had never been tar- she had zero tardies mm-hmm. i was like um okay okay guys you know okay guys relax um i do love that scene though for uh travis which is the name of the stoner dude um because to me it's just like the perfect encapsulation of white mediocrity um (laughs) celebrating itself Uh because in that moment travis is like uh the teacher is like okay travis has had the most tardies out of everybody in the whole like school or something i don't remember what it was and instead of being like embarrassed or whatever he gets up and gives a speech Uh like he just accepted an award and i was like if this isn't the perfect encapsulation <laughs> of white men in America, I don't know what else is. Just celebrating the what would be a failure for yes. anyone else. <laughs> yes, like flipping it and being like, thank you, this is the highest honor. Exactly. Um, because that's, that's what they do. Um, great. I loved the reference to Marky Mark at one point. Mm. Uh, which I thought was so funny. I was like, the, they were still calling him Marky Mark in 1995. Love that oh, for no. them. Um, yeah. And then also my other favorite scene in this movie was when she was prepping for her date with Christian when he was coming over. And Dion was doing her makeup and she was all red. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm still splotchy. <laughs> and Dion goes, I'm trying to make you as white as I can. <laughs> <laughs> which is just so funny um just I love it I love the chemistry between everybody here like you said before they're all just so um like innocent and adorable yeah and yeah that's why this is a classic this is a classic and I will say for the record that is no longer true that everywhere in LA takes 20 minutes oh god no God, it took me nearly 45 just to get to Little Tokyo on Friday. Oh my gosh, that's Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. I literally was invited to something. I was totally going to go, but it was down in like Orange near like Knott's Berry Farm near Buena Mm. Park, and I would have had to leave at like here at 5 p.m. I'm like, it would take me two hours to get down there. No. I'm not going to (laughs) go. Absolutely not. I'll go when there's no traffic, and it'll take me 40 minutes. (laughs) I try to get everyone to come here. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but maybe we should go to Glendale. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah stay, let's, let's stay in the valley. It's easy for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. <laughs> well, we love it. We love LA. We love it. We love LA and we love Clueless. And that's it for Clueless. That's it for October. Oh my God. We wrapped it up. We Guys, wrapped it up. we were in opposition all month. And now, and now? we're back together. Just same making side. out. Same. Oh. <laughs> Is that what you do when you get back together with someone? Yeah. You just start making out. Speaking of making out, um, <laughs> we're trying to make out with your m- ears. Money. Your ears. What? No. <laughs> we're trying to stick our tongues through our microphones, through no. your headphones, into Maybe your ears. No, we're into not your wallets. 
Listen, we have a Patreon. Come check out our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the ROM complex. We've got three different tiers to choose from. And the two bigger tiers, if you subscribe to those, oh my gosh, you get so much bonus content. We huh. already have what is today? We have two episodes of our Bridgerton miniseries out already. Oh my and gosh. And we're doing the rest of the first season. And then we're going to go to the, do the second season. They're great little short mini episodes. I've loved doing them. Um, I love interacting with our Patreon subscribers about it because we had one post on the um, episode, the first Bridgerton episode. And so we get to have this whole conversation with our listeners and our friends about this stuff that we're talking about it's really a lot of fun so if you haven't yet go check out patreon.com slash the rom complex and see if you wouldn't see see if you wouldn't mind you know see press on one of those subscribe buttons yeah you know just pick one just it's dealer's (laughs) choice you know what i mean pick a card pick a card pick a card um and yeah our first 25 subscribers get uh personalized postcards from the two of us oh, ho, ho. Oh, ho, ho. and they're so cute you can put them on your wall on your fridge who cares anywhere um so yeah make sure you do that make sure you also follow us on instagram facebook twitter at the rom complex we got more video content for you there too my guys you know what i mean we're just mm-hmm. out here doing the damn thing so make sure you follow and if you end up getting that subscription tier for Patreon. You also get shout outs on our regular episodes. Oh yeah, baby. So we got one big old shout out for Catherine W, our $10 Patreon subscriber. What's up? What's up, Catherine? What's up, Catherine? We're shouting that out. (laughs) If you have any questions for us, um, maybe you maybe you need me to say the Patreon link one more time, patreon.com slash the rom complex. But if you have any other questions or if you have something you want to say to us, mm-hmm. anything like that, and you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you can email us at the romcomplex at gmail.com. Yeah, guys, get you know what? Get get involved. We are dying for it. We we need more friends. So make sure you do that. Um and make sure you tune in for next month because guess what, y'all? Guess what we're doing for November? It's stupid. It's stupid, but we love it. <laughs> Listen, as as many of you probably already know, the queen, Miss Lindsay Lohan, is returning to film. So we're doing an entire month dedicated to the Lindsay Lohan movies we haven't done yet, uh, which isn't that many uh, <laughs> because we've done a lot. And mm-hmm. what are we calling it, Shelby? We're calling it Lindsay Lovember. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Lindsay Lovember is coming your way. So make sure you subscribe to us on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all of those things. And most of all, keep falling in love with yourself. Bye. Bye. Okay, owl. <laughs> <laughs>